0: The opinion line on courts ninety six FM. Talked a lot on this program about ADHD. And in particular, about how people are discovering later in life that they have or they may have ADHD and how it affects their life. And many, many people learn that they have A ADHD and it answers many questions for them about their lives. There's an event coming up on the 17th of May at St. Peter's on North Main Street, organised by ADHD Ireland. Their guest speaker is uh, Keith Walsh, broadcaster and podcaster. He was diagnosed with ADHD at the age of 49. Also speaking will be a journalist that I know, God, I think we were in college together, Mike McGrath, Brian, and coach, uh, an ADHD coach, uh, Aileen Kennedy. And it's for anybody who thinks they may be affected by ADHD uh, in their adult life and thinks that if they, or if you think a loved one might be affected by ADHD. Aileen, you were diagnosed uh, when you were 32. And I think it's fair to say that when you got your diagnosis, it answered a lot of questions for you. Good morning.
1: Good morning, PJ. Thank you so much for uh, having me on today. Pleasure. That's a really good way of putting it. I answered so many questions and it created new questions as well. Um, and yeah. as you said, I was officially diagnosed when I was 32 um, and I'd been kind of looking into it for about two years before that. Um, and there was so many things that I didn't understand about myself. And I I really had tried hard to kind of... Um, I just tried really hard at everything and it never seemed to work, like nothing ever seemed to work for me. Uh, so I think when I actually finally figured it out and got the official diagnosis, it, it like it sounds silly, but it really did change my entire life. Uh, and so I'm, I'm so grateful for that.
0: Was it that you looked around you at various points in your life, school, work, whatever, and said, oh, I'm different, but I don't know how?
1: Yeah, so exactly. It was it was always obvious I always felt different but again I I didn't really know what it was or how I was different but I just knew that uh, I felt different I even people around me you know they kind of treated me like I was a bit different and and the ironic thing is I desperately didn't want to be different I desperately wanted to fit in and just to kind of go under the radar um and just understand the social rules and understand the things that um I, I and I, I think again. It's like another thing of, I didn't really understand what I didn't understand. I just knew that I didn't understand. <laughs> I know, if that makes I know. sense.
0: <laughs> what What kind of problems had you? Was it an attention problem? Was it difficult in controlling the ordinary things of life? Is that what it was?
1: Totally, totally. So it was, um, in school. You know, I would, I'd be in the classes and I, I wouldn't actually understand, or I wouldn't remember what was going on if we had an exam or we had homework and I would just somehow um not pick up on it and everyone else would seem to have gotten the memo and I just wouldn't um and I uh, again you know I I I really put it down to I thought I was stupid or something like that I, I didn't realize that I actually had the attention problems until I found out about ADHD um just when I was about 30 like 29 30 and I found out about it I was like oh my god there's actually an attention issue here it's not me being stupid or um anything like that so i, I always put my um i suppose lack of organization and lack of attention i think i put that down to being um, a musician or from a musical family yeah. and just a little bit quirky, you know. Uh, and I I didn't realise that attention issues were actually a thing in itself. I thought, I thought they were a symptom of maybe struggling with my mental health because of um, the struggles that I've had, you know.
0: So there had been a bit of substance <laughs> use, I think, at one point or other.
1: Oh, yeah, many points, uh, lots and lots of points. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think for me, you know, when I discovered... Uh, drinking and smoking and all of those uh, fun things when I was a teenager it just it kind of opened up a new world for me um and I you know I'm a very anxious person like i that's just who I am a huge part of who, who I am and when I drank and I smoked and everything it it, it helps me to uh to fit in and to be expressive and and um just be a bit wild and a bit weird and and that was acceptable you know so it really gave me this chance to connect with other people and um yeah you know and my anxiety would disappear basically
0: but you knew it wasn't really the right thing to be doing you were kind of self-medicating did you know it all along that you were kind of self-medicating
1: you know what it's it's really interesting pj because whenever and like people would identify me as the party musician girl and that's kind of who I lived as for years but it always always there was always this little voice in my head or this gut feeling of like this isn't the right thing for me like I'm not actually this isn't fulfilling me in a certain way and there's just something about this that doesn't feel right uh, so it was you know I absolutely would see it as a coping mechanism for sure
0: How did you go about looking Further to find out what was going on here, you thought. I think you thought you were autistic, did you, for a while?
1: Yeah, like I mean, I'm not officially diagnosed autistic, but that was kind of um, something that led me to to speak to my psychiatrist because all through my twenties, you know, I was on different medications, going to different doctors and, and therapists because I just struggled so much, and I again, I didn't understand why, and I had terrible depressive issues and. And again, the anxiety and it stopped me from doing things. And, um, and I just, I, and I think the interesting thing for me is like, you know, you always hear, if you're struggling, you need to talk to someone or you need to seek help. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. I actually did seek help. um, And it was just, it was never kind of the whole picture. So when I uh, kind of looked into autism and I was like, oh my God, this sounds really relatable. And I brought it to my psychiatrist. And then she was the one who said, oh, actually, maybe, maybe there's ADHD here. And I was like, really shocked because I hadn't heard that since I was in primary school. And that was for the naughty little boys running around the (laughs) classroom. (laughs) So I was like, oh, no, sure. This is just another old label now. Or this is another kind of diagnosis that is not going to fit. And then I started looking into it. And lo and behold, things started falling into place. And yeah, it led me to get my diagnosis officially then two years later
0: was that an emotional moment Aileen?
1: absolutely it was overwhelming it was such a there's actually in the ADHD in the neurodivergent community um which there is there's such a, a massive community now of us um with similar stories there's this process that we call uh, the grief process of finding out about your ADHD um and there's so many emotions that go along with that and i mean if you have adhd you are going to be more than likely a very emotional person um and i cried for literally a week after i got the official diagnosis even though i was insanely relieved i was so relieved i was so grateful for all of these answers and and it was very validating it still led to this kind of loss and grief of like what could have been
0: yeah i've heard that point made before so here you are at 32, finally knowing what it is. And were you thinking, Christ, I, if I'd known this five years ago, 10 years ago, life might have been different?
1: Exactly. And that was that was the whole feeling. And that was, um, you know, a very odd kind of life flashing before your eyes kind of a thing. It was like, oh, my God, you know, this. And it explains so much. And then you feel this sort of anger with... Um, you know, yourself and, and anger for looking for help and maybe it wasn't the right help. Uh, but then, you know, I have to say that it turns around and I've, I've managed certainly to turn it around into nothing but, not um, well, nothing but, but mm. mostly very positive emotion. And I'm so, so proud of having ADHD. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously speaking to you now about it. So I'm immensely proud of that. And I'm actually grateful for um, the journey that I have gone on. Because it's actually made me appreciate it.
0: Something I note, you're yet another, to use the modern word, creative, that has discovered themselves to have ADHD, musicians, artists, poets, writers. It seems to be very common in the creative community.
1: Absolutely. it It is just so, so common. And I think it's it's wonderful because so many of my um friends who I've had for years. We you know, we played music together. We knew each other from um from being musicians and, and creative um people, you know, a lot of them have been diagnosed as adults and, and finding out about it. So it's uh there's a, a doctor in America, he has ADHD himself and he says that what is uh creativity but impulsivity gone right? And I just think that is, you know, oh, I like very that. much an ode to yeah to ADHD brains. Yeah. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I think the only shame around ADHD is actually denying it and denying that it exists and rejecting who you are um, because there's nothing wrong with you. It's it's an incredible, um, it's just a part of, you know, people are, a lot of neurodivergent uh, people are out there uh, and it's, I'm incredibly proud of it and I'm so proud of all the neurodivergent people that I know Um and, and I work as an ADHD coach and I, of course, all of my clients are exclusively neurodivergent and ADHD. And I just am blown away by how incredible they are. And I think the way we struggle is probably, you know, that's something to be acknowledged too. But uh, it is something to be proud of when you can acknowledge
0: it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, you too, PJ. Thank you so much.
0: Cheers. Cheers, Eileen. That event is on the 17th of May. Uh, that's this night, week at half past seven in St Peter's on North Main Street. ADHD Ireland is where you'll find more information. Corks ninety six FM.